Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number two of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi here. One hour down, one hour to go. Still got a lot of fun here on the show. Coming up in 15 minutes, Vinny Maiulo, Hall of Fame odds maker over at the South Point Hotel and Casino. But where I sit right now, sitting here at Circa, Michael, we have some big news for our audience because earlier this spring, Michael Lombardi was a superstar in a commercial asking the question to the owner of the Circa Resort and yeah. Casino, Derek Stevens, asking, what's the guarantee? Everybody wanted to know what the guarantee was for the Circa Survivor and the Circa Millions contest. And we got that answer yesterday morning, Michael. $14 million, $8 million for a Survivor, $6 million for the Millions, buddy. And the contest, you can now sign up here at Circa if you come out to Las Vegas. If you're coming out here this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, come by the studio, say hi. But also, you can go ahead and sign up if you want to be involved here. But, buddy, we finally got the answer, man. We know the guarantee. <laughs> Huge. I mean, Derek Derek doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't go lightly. He comes heavy. He's like Uncle Junior. Yep. He comes heavy or doesn't come at all. <laughs> you know, so it was. it's great. Uh, and, you know, he also upped the amount of tickets that you can have in each contest. I mm-hmm. think he went from three to five in in the millions contest, and then he went from five to ten in the survivor contest. So, you know, that gives you a better chance <laughs> Look because at that. as we saw last year, as we saw last year, Stormy was complaining about last year. She was out after week one. I mean, you know, she went, you know, she went like a lot of people. What you know, when they looked mm-hmm. at the thing. The, the, the first the week one board, they they got a little concerned. You know, they thought something was easy, and it's never that easy. No, it never is that easy. I was able to make I believe it was week seven when I got knocked out. It was the Jacksonville game when they were hosting Houston, and they just kept turning. The, like, Lawrence had like a couple yeah. picks in the red zone or so. I was just absolutely disgusted, and uh, that ended my survivor run last season. But it was it was a fun thing to do. I'll, I'm going to play again. I'll, I'll, I'll dabble into the millions as well. Let me make sure I get this right here. Uh, it was – oh, no, actually, sorry, week five. It was week five when they hosted the Houston Texans, and they lost 13 Give to Give yourself six. a little credit for going longer than you, than you really did. That's okay, <laughs> Femi. It's all right. Hey, I corrected it on air, though. I corrected uh, you it. Didn't ha- you didn't have to. I would have bought week hey, seven. No, I wouldn't have looked it up. I would have said, okay. I- I'm an honest guy here. You know, I, I, didn't, I don't – Because, cause... like, 
you know, the Survivor Contest is really, they should get Bill Parcells to kind of sign off on it. He has a great saying, one wrong, all wrong. And that truly yeah. defines Survivor. One yep. wrong, all wrong, right? So yeah. whether you're out in week five, week seven, it's all wrong. Yep. So it doesn't matter. You, you don't get any money. You, you can be out in week 15. Congratulations if you made that. Yeah, part, I mean, like the guy that didn't even offset it. You know, he had a chance to <sighs> oh make money gosh. and he didn't guarantee. He didn't even try to get into yes. it. So I, I think a lot of it is strategy too, right? I think you got to have a definitive strategy, be able to adjust, mm-hmm. and you got to have some sense of understanding the month of September, which is really the most dangerous time of the mm-hmm. season. And I think the month of September is when we talk about the week one betting odds too. I think that's a challenge. Because, you know, teams play at a higher level in week one. The games are more, you know, everybody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl, even though Robert Salah. Is it Salah or Salah? Robert Salah. Salah. Okay, I keep saying it wrong. I don't mean to be disrespectful. No, you're good. Salah. You're good. He is, you know, he's one of the six of the eight teams that that are ready to go, you know, even though nobody else (laughs) has a chance. But week one, all 32 teams think they're going. Yeah, they 100% do. And just to kind of lay the land here, for those of you who are listening and viewing for the first time or so, and you might not know what Survivor is, it's the simplest football pool that you can get involved with. It's the entire season. Now, Circa has some special rules to where it's a 20-entry kind of season, but most of them are 18-week, and you pick one team. The spread is not included. It is just straight up one team to win that week straight up. They cannot lose or tie or you get eliminated. And the catch is that you cannot use that team later on in the season. So you got to have to be a little bit strategic with it. But it's just one team straight up. Now, for the millions, that is five picks against the spread each week. And that one, uh, much more difficult to win. They're both really difficult to win. Survivor's probably even harder I think Survivor's yeah, harder. Survivor's harder I mean, they're yeah. both really hard. Yeah. But if you're at 71, 72% in, in, the, in, the, in the pick yeah. content, you can't have an 0 for 5. Nope. You can have a 2 for 3, but you can't have an 0 for 5. Yeah. Uh, and you got to put together a bunch of four and ones, five and O's. You need some luck. There's no question. Survivor is so difficult because, you know, the week Thanksgiving weekend is its own weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so I think Christmas Day Christmas is its is, own yeah, weekend. Yeah, Christmas Day is. Yep. So now that adds, now we're at 19 weeks. So there's really only 13 teams you don't have to use. Yeah. No, it, it's very difficult, the Survivor, to make it all the way through. But, uh, it has been done before, and I have the what you can find at the Circa Resort and Casino. If you go over to the gift shop, this is the nice little outline for the. I see that. The, yeah, you I see like that? it. Yeah, you like this here? And I, it, it, I, I gotta, they got the big one too. Yeah, they, I got to get yes. that. I have to figure out. I have to send somebody some money to send me out a couple yeah, of those, no, baby. Make, make like sure I said this. yesterday, they could stick in a couple of VEASAN T-shirts, which I still haven't got. I'll get my <laughs> man Bill AD on that one. There we go. Yeah, this one's for the fridge. The bigger one is for the office. You know, that's the one that, that Derek seems yeah, like. Yeah, I got a wall over here that it would be good on. Okay. Yeah, I, I oh, definitely need that. Well, yeah, make sure if you come by Circa this weekend or sometime this summer, uh, you can go ahead and pick one of these things yeah. over at the yeah. – the uh, gift shop there. So uh, before we get into yeah. these, so we just one, got breaking yeah. news. Yes, we did get the breaking news uh, there. Uh, all it, right, DeAndre Hopkins is now a free agent. You know, yep. and we talked about this all through the draft. You know, nobody wanted to take on the contract. It's you know, and so look, the guy's a really good player. There's some issues that have been going on, whether it's his discontent, whatever it is. But clearly, this as good of a player as he is, a lot of teams were just not willing to take on that contract and take on some of the problems that got him to leave Houston, and now they resurface there in Arizona. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. You know, 
I'm sure there'll be a betting market somewhere at DraftKings saying DeAndre Hopkins next team. There might already be a betting market up there. I know Buffalo's been kicked around as a potential team. He's talked about quarterbacks who he's wanted to play with. Uh, do you think there's an, an obvious fit out there when you look at the landscape of the NFL teams who might want a wide receiver? Because I, I don't know if he can really get up to that wide receiver one status that he had prior to his suspensions and stuff, but he's still a pretty productive player. And I thought he was pretty good last season when he came back from the PED suspension. Like somebody could use DeAndre Hopkins, you know, to get a nice little oh, extra wide up. I, I, I think the Chiefs will be all over him. Mm. I think, it, you know, as the replacement for Juju Smith-Schuster. Now it's going to come down to contract, right? Yep. Like, he's going to want to get paid. You know, he was not really interested in redoing his contract. He was telling teams during the offseason, I don't need my contract redone. But then when Beckham got the big money, mm. and when Beckham got the big money, he said, no, 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 I, I, I want what, you know, I'm not taking less. Baltimore, remember, Lamar Jackson requested Beckham and Hopkins. Yep. They signed Hopkins. They, they traded for, they signed Beckham, paid him a lot of money. Will they go after him? Do they have the kind of money to go after him? That that remains to be seen. I think he's a slot inside receiver who converts third downs. He's always covered. That's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. He's always covered, but he comes down with the football. He needs an outside receiver to kind of take some of the stress. If he went to Kansas City, you know, Kelsey's getting doubled, not him. You know, if he goes to Baltimore, will he get doubled? No, probably Andrews will. He would be a nice complement to the inside passing game for Baltimore, more so than Beckham, who's an outside receiver. The last time he played 16 games was the 2020 season. That was the COVID year, 115 catches, 1,400 yards, six touchdowns. Now, last year, coming off of the suspension, played in nine games, 64 receptions, 717 yards, only three touchdowns for that Cardinal team where the season kind of got off the rails there. But, yeah, yeah he, he can still be a productive player as far as I'm concerned, like maybe a wide receiver two, something like that for a team, one of these contending Well, he's teams never like been – I mean, he's – you know, you could talk about him being a one – but the reality of it is, is, is I think to me, is he's got to go with a quarterback that understands him and understands that even when he's covered, he's open because he'll come down with the football and an offense that can utilize him that has other people to allow him to make the best of a situation. So the three-time All-Pro wide receiver now on the open market for any team to go ahead and sign, and I'm sure he's going to be very picky. My guess, I mean, I would be stunned if he doesn't go to a team with an established quarterback and a contending team because that's what it sounds like he wants to uh, do for his next part of yeah, his career. Yeah, but, you know, you say ago. that, Femi, but he's going to have to get paid. Like, well, you know, who's got the money to pay him? Like, you, you know, now if somebody does a contract like Baltimore did seven years and give him a ton of money for a real, basically a one-year contract, yes, but, I mean, you know, who's going to do that, right? You know, who's going to do that? I think he'll go a little bit lighter on the money if it means he can compete for a Super Bowl. That's you know. what you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, also, I also don't represent him. <laughs> yeah. nor, have you been, nor have you, you know. I mean, that's what they say to the media. Yeah. That's not what they say. That's not what they say internally. Like, I mean, I've I, heard all that before, you know. Well, I, I know. There's very few guys like Jokic that talks about the things that he, you know, like. Yeah. That, that's not it. And, and I don't blame him. Look, you, you don't play long enough. Go get the money. But don't tell me you want to win and then you still need the money. Like, you can't have it both ways. Well, yeah, because clearly he wants to have his cake and wants to eat it too. But let's say, like, some lackluster team signed him and gave him a boatload of money. Do you think he's going to be happy? I think we're going to be right back to square one if he's on a losing team but he's getting paid a bunch of money. Like, I don't uh, – maybe he just wants a bunch of money, which, hey, God bless him. If that's what you want. It's a free country. I mean, Go look, get at this money, point but... in his career, you know, he's going to be 31 years old. Yeah. At this point in his career, I think winning should matter, and I'm sure it does. But he also 
money shows respect to who you are. Yeah, that's fair. And I think he feels like my game is needs to have some respect, especially when Beckham makes all this money and he hasn't played. I put numbers up on the board way above Beckham has. He hasn't played, you know. And so I, I deserve that kind of thing. Look, the guy's never going to be a, you know, a, a huge yards per attempt guy. He's always mm-hmm. going to be right around that 11, underneath 12, 11 in there. But he can convert third downs, and his target percentage is always very good. I mean, last year he was at 70% without a quarterback. So to me, that helps. You think he'd go back to Cleveland or go to Cleveland to reunite with Deshaun Watson? They signed Elijah Moore for the slot in there. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So, but it's in the game of musical chairs, a lot of spots have been taken, but I'm sure somebody will take on DeAndre Hopkins. We'll maybe discuss in the last segment about the Arizona Cardinals and what this signals for the Cardinals this season. Probably what we all believed going in, but this might be kind of confirming that point with this Arizona team. But on the other side, Vinny Maiulo, Hall of Fame odds maker over at the South Point, joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafei on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi here on this Friday before the Memorial Day weekend. And to help us enter into the weekend mode, we bring in our guy, the coolest cat around, 
the one and only Vinny Maiulo, Hall of Fame odds maker over at the <laughs> South Point Hotel and Casino. Vinny, hope all is well, buddy. Were, were you guys at the sportsbook? I'm curious. Were you guys sweating out these game four and game fives uh, in the NBA and NHL playoffs like we were? Because we need the content. We're glad the series got extended here and the, and the bets can start flowing in at the South Point. <laughs> you know, you can't. <laughs> You're always there's always sweat every day. There's uh, there's something to, to sweat, whether it's a baseball game or a, a basketball. Listen, I mean, full disclosure: the, the longer the series go, uh, the more business, right, Femi and mm-hmm. Michael. So, um, you know, you just you just book them and uh, you watch them. You try to you know uh, you, you you try to garner. Uh, you know, always study and more information. You know what's and the longer series go really impacts the next series from our perspective. So what, what does that mean? In other words, um, we know that in, in the case of the NBA, the, the Denver Nuggets are waiting. Well, right now, obviously, with the Heat on a, a, a three to two lead, then, you know, as, as that series progresses, if they win it in uh, seven games, that's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to impact the, the series price, right, with the Nuggets. If the Celtics come back and win after being down 3 nothing, certainly impacts the price there. And by the way, the Celtic price would be shorter than, uh, uh, than the price on, uh, on Miami. And that's why you see now, even though Miami has a 3-2 to two lead, that they're a longer price for, uh, for the futures uh, than are the uh, uh, the Celtics. So y- those are all things that we come in, that come into play. Same thing in the NHL, right? If the Knights get prolonged beyond tomorrow, beyond Game Five, then that kind of tightens things. I mean, they're only a slight favorite now uh, over uh, over Miami. Probably maybe a dollar. Probably here in town about a dollar forty or something. But as as the, that series gets extended, it impacts the the price of the series. So those are things that, that, that we look at and that, uh, that we watch in terms of the playoffs right now. You know, using that as a backdrop, Vinny, you watched the last two games. Miami has not played well. The line opened up. What did you, did you open at three? Yeah, we opened us uh, in uh, uh, for game, uh, game six, Michael, we used uh, the Celtics uh, three. Uh, they took the three. We're down to two and a half right now. No, no movement yeah. on the total uh, yet. So holding steady at two eleven. Um, Look, I think what what I think the school of thought maybe is that uh, maybe Miami gets uh, a little bit more juice at home. Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler didn't have a particularly stellar game yesterday, fourteen points. Uh, but also maybe they get Vincent back. I mean, they were down you know, some. They're down a couple of key people, and I think that's something that uh, that could change. And it'll definitely change uh, uh, the the outlook here. Now you're going to get a, a spirited effort. Look, the Celtics have played much more spirited basketball in the last two games. If you look at those first three games, I think it was shocking to see how they really seemed lethargic uh, in 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 those games overall. So uh, they've responded. Give them credit in the last couple of games. But I think uh, in this game here, the school of thought is that. The Heat are going to be uh, a bit more healthy. Don't forget the previous game in Miami, Celtics were uh, open as a four-point favorite. So a little bit tighter now as uh, as the series progresses. We're speaking with Vinny Maiulo, Hall of Fame odds maker over at the South Point Hotel and Casino here on the Lombardi line. Well, Vinny, where do you think this number ends up closing? Because early interest, right as open, 
comes in on the Miami Heat, going back yeah. home for game number six. But do you think by the time we get to 24 hours from now and it's Saturday morning, people are leading up to the game, wanting to bet the game, do you think that mm -hmm. the last two games will impact those public bettors wanting to go with the Celtics? Or do you think that they think that Miami will go ahead and close this thing out on their home floor? I think uh, what we'll see, just uh, I think in this game here, uh, I think uh, we'll continue to see Heat money and anybody looking to bet the Celtics, uh, it is going to wait until we get closer to game time with that anticipation. So to lay uh, a cheaper price, uh, if it does get extended to a seventh game, I think uh, I think you're going to see the same uh, the same philosophy or the same strategy in reverse. I think you'll see the Celtics, uh, who got a lot of betting action last night. I mean, they got a lot of interest last night through you know the game went through eight. So will it be as high? I don't necessarily think so because uh, I think, again, it's a game seven and uh, we saw what the Heat did uh, in, in the first couple of games in Boston. I think it'll kind of revert back to that form. So I think, you know, long answer, but overall, I don't think it'll be terribly one-sided. I think we'll find the threshold for buyback in both game, if, if in game six, and I think we'll see the same thing. There'll be a threshold that there's heat money that comes in if there's a game seven. Vinny, are you surprised because we feel like there could be two game sevens and we know game sevens are tighter, the scoring is down, that this line hasn't moved a little bit towards the under? Um, not well, I think you know it's been adjusted too, right, Michael, when you look at it. I mean two eleven. Um, so you know, we did we did have it higher uh, you just yesterday and 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 uh, on Tuesday, right? They were two uh, two fifteen. So we've adjusted, and I think, yeah, to your point, you know, in as the series get further, uh, series get deeper, uh, defense is uh, more uh, more predominant and uh, more of a factor. So we've adjusted, and uh, that's that's why this uh, this total here opened four points lower. Than uh, than last night's game and the game before that. So yeah, I think uh, we're you know we're we're paying attention. Betters are paying attention to it too, and I think anybody looking to bet the under is probably going to wait. That's why it hasn't moved just yet. Vinny, let's transition over to the Stanley Cup playoffs. One team has already punched their mm -hmm. ticket into the final. That's the Florida Panthers, the number eight seed in the Eastern Conference. Quite the story, having to go through teams of Boston and and these teams that were high powered teams heading yeah. into the playoffs here. But now. The Vegas Golden Knights, one win away from joining the Florida Panthers. They couldn't get it done last night. Dallas gets the win in overtime. Tomorrow night, game five, back here in Las Vegas. How do you see the betters? I'm sure they're going to go ahead and be uh, backing VJK heavily there. Is this going to be something where you guys really desperately need Dallas to go ahead and extend this thing, go into a game six? Well, you know, listen, I think the, the way we look at it, Femi, is, I mean, and, and the Knights a thirty favorite here, so maybe not as high as some people thought. Look, sure, you saw a terrific effort by Dallas last night, a desperate team. I think they're going to come out the same way tomorrow, right? There's, there's, you know, they're up against it. Uh, you know, Robertson, Robertson's been absolutely terrific, not just last night. He's been terrific the entire series, probably the best player during the course of the series. Uh, you know they'll get their their captain still. Uh, uh, Jamie Ben is still suspended for this game five. Uh, they're looking. They know that if if they can get through this game five and prevail, that they'll go back home and he comes back. Um, the Donov, I'm not so sure. I don't think he'll be back for them. Uh, so uh, they'll rely on a couple of call ups and one rookie. But look, this team, this 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 series, going into the series. 
uh, we had it earmarked as being as being pretty close, right? But the Knights need to respond. The last night, even though they were shorthanded, the Stars were better, and they bet the Knights here. I mean, they bet the Knights all every way. They bet them on 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 the money line. They bet them on on the puck line. They bet them on the reverse puck line. They bet them in parlays. Uh, so I think that there'll be a lot of back, especially here. Let's face it. This is there's regional bias here mm-hmm. in Las Vegas for the Golden Knights. Uh, but there are, you know, more sophisticated bettors that do enjoy taking advantage of betting against the Knights, and and they know they're going to get a better price. So uh, right now, I think I listen. It's safe to say they're going to bet the Knights locally every uh, every which way uh, they that they possibly can. So, but look, the Knights they know they weren't at their best last night. Ottinger was terrific. I mean, he robbed Jack Eichel what three times, um, and uh, so uh, I think. Last night's game and the first two games of the series were indicative of how we anticipated the series coming out. Uh, I think it'll be another uh, another tight game tomorrow, but I think there'll be plenty of nights backing. We're going to need the uh, stars tomorrow. Vinny, we got less than a minute. Uh, week one NFL. Yeah. Is there one game that's being bet con- uh, consistently? Um, the game that's that's probably getting the most attention. I uh, the uh, that we've seen. Uh, I think right now the Ravens, Ravens are uh, uh, at ten in some spots, you know, and I think everybody's. Oh uh, but there's actually been a lot of uh, future bets coming in, and I'll give you the three teams that have the most future uh, activity so far this summer: the Broncos, now twenty-five to one; the Raiders at twenty-five to one; and the Vikings mm. with that guy Rogers. He's gone, twenty-five to one. All right, people liking Skull. After they won the division last season. He is Vinny Maiulo. Check him out over at the South Point. Vinny, we appreciate the time. Hope all is well. We'll be back to talk some more NFL on the other side. DeAndre Hopkins cut. This is the Lombardi line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe on VSAN, the sports betting network. Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer with the VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up now for only $9.99 and get access to everything we do, including daily pro picks and all the summer action, including NFL and college football futures, premium analysis from our team of top handicappers and industry experts, 24-7 video access, and pro tools like our exclusive betting splits showing you where the public and sharp money is going to give you an edge. Start betting smarter. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe and sign up now. Welcome back to the show. It's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi. We just had Vinny Maiulo on, Hall of Fame odds maker at the South Point in the last segment. But we'll begin this segment talking about the breaking news that we got to start hour number two. That is the Arizona Cardinals releasing the three-time All-Pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, the 30-year-old wide receiver, now out on the open market and can go to whichever team will have him. And recently, Michael, he was on the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall and the guys that they have on there, and he listed five quarterbacks he'd most like to catch passes from. Those five QBs, Bills QB Josh Allen, the Eagles Jalen Hurts, the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes, the Ravens Lamar Jackson, and the Chargers Justin Herbert. Do any of those fits make sense to you? Well, you know, Certainly the Chiefs make sense. You know, they need you know, they lose Juju Schuster. They tried to sign him back and you know, they offered him a deal that, you know, wasn't really conducive. I think New England was paying more, but the Chiefs only have, you know, less than a million dollars in cap room. 
So that becomes a problem. Same thing with the Bills. The Bills draft Luke Kennard to be that slot receiver. They have a million four worth of cap room. Now they've signed most of their rookies, these teams, but you still need more than that as you go through the season and you're dealing with injuries. So, you know, I, I think those two, the Ravens would certainly make sense. Here's the issue, though, Femi. He make, he was due to make $19.4 million. Yeah. I don't know if the Cardinals used the June one designation. I think they did because they're sitting. They were sitting on twenty one million of cap debt when they when they released him. So they pushed it off into June one, which means it goes into next year. So you know, some goes into next year, and then they prorated out the following. So it's going to take who's going to put up the money to do that. You know, I, I think when you look at it, you know the you know the Bears have the most cap room in the league. The Panthers, which could use a receiver. They they signed Adam Thielen, DJ Chark. They're looking for a veteran guy. That makes sense. The Bengals have Tyler Boyd, but would he make sense for them? I doubt if they would do that. You know, you have to look really at cap room before you look at what he wants to do in terms of his fit. Well, he also said this in terms of his fit on the podcast. He wants to play. He listed three things. With a quarterback that loves the game and brings everyone on board with him, a great defense, quote, defense wins championships, got to have a great D-line is what he said. And then also stable management because he says he's <laughs> been through four general managers in his career. And when I hear all those three things, Michael, I think of the city of brotherly love and the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line check, quarterback check, management check with Howie Roseman. I don't know if the Eagles could make it work. They have a lot of really good wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, but they meet the requirements at least. Well, they do, and you know, and it would give them an opportunity to have an inside slot receiver. And would they be able to? You know, every dollar they spend on this year, they take away from next year. Uh, I, I mean, at nineteen million, you know, would they have the money to do that? I think that becomes the question. You know, how much is he willing to take on a discounted deal to come through there? I'm trying to see. With the Eagles have the money to do it, they certainly could, and. It depends on how they want to handle A.J. Brown, keep him on the outside. Devontae Smith on the inside, you know, they get a lot of miles out of that. But, you know, and then they have they have really a good tight end. And so, you know, to me, it would be interesting how it all came together. It's a lot of money to put in the receiving core if they went down there because I don't think he's going to take it. Uh, I, I mean, if he takes a discounted deal, it's $12 million. He was due to make nineteen four. Mm-hmm. And this actually just from I would look at the Ravens. I would think yeah. the Ravens Lamar's connection to him, you know, I know they drafted Zay Flowers in the first round, but the great you know, they talked about making a trade for him and now he's available. You know, this is interesting. So NFL Network's Tom Pelissero just reported that it's not a post June one cut. So the Cardinals will clear just under seven point four in this year's cap space eating all of the $22.6 million in dead money now, and then DeAndre Hopkins will be off the books in 2024. So they're just going to go ahead and bite the bullet and say, hey, man, we have the cap space to go ahead and do this. We're in a rebuilding mode. Let's just wash our hands from it right now and not even deal with this next year. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's probably the right thing to do because if, you know, when, you know, there's no sense you're not winning anything. I mean, you're clearly centered on the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Hey, no. I mean, you really are. Hey now, <laughs> trying to trying to replace my guy. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, look, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I certainly would be looking at that. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's your own fault for extending them. Yeah, 
Wasn't just think about where they would be if they didn't extend. It just let's play that game for a second, Femi. Mm-hmm. Say they were patient like they should have been, like I was preaching they should have done. They had no business extending the contract. He would there would be a debate whether to pick up the fifth year based on the injury. Okay? And say they did. You know, would say they probably would have. But mm-hmm. now they would have been able to draft the now they could have compared it. But by giving them all this money, they closed the door. And you can't say as much as you want to put on your white wig and be the barrister uh, for all the quarterbacks, you can't say he's going to lead them to any title at all based on his body language and demeanor. I mean, we just saw Hopkins talk about in that verbiage that Hopkins listed, there was not, you know, he wouldn't have said that if he thought Murray was a quarterback that could lead the team and was all in, would he? I don't think he would have, but I also think there's some circumstances outside of Kyler's control there of Hopkins being older and the team oh. not being where they like Hopkins' timeline oh. doesn't match the team's timeline. You know, oh <laughs> you man, you can find excuses. I swear <laughs> to God, you can find excuses. I've never I'm seen just, anything we're, like we're, it in my life. You're so context. good at like the, the guy just basically came out with requirements, <laughs> and one of them is the opposite of what Murray is, and yet you're defending him. No, I'm not. Def- I'm How just, is that possible? I'm just saying that based. He just gave out. I mean, nobody asked him for the requirements. He let it out there. Now, if you're two, I'm not talking about you, but if you can't put one and one together, that he was taking a shot at Murray based on the description of the quarterback, you're just naive. <laughs> you're just being flat out naive. You're just he, not he looking made, at it. He made the requirements, and I think that even if Kyler Murray met those requirements. What was he talking about? The Houston quarterback? <laughs> no. The one he played with when he was with Bill O'Brien? Was he talking about Deshaun? I mean, who, who do you think he was talking about? Well, he's just talking about his next quarterback. That's what he wants out of his next no, if it, No. He was talking about all the things that he wants, which means he didn't have. Here's, when you here's, want something, what, that means you didn't have it. No, 100%. Well, well, here's what I'll say. Kyler's hurt. Like, whether he was the greatest teammate or the worst teammate – He's hurt. He's not going to be able to play. DeAndre Hopkins turns 31 in 10 days. Based on his timeline and based on the Cardinals' timeline being what it is, win total at four and a half, it was not going to work out with DeAndre Hopkins and the Arizona Cardinals. So the two go ahead and go their separate ways. Was the situation great in Arizona with the quarterback? Probably not. They had their own kind of sideline discussions and all that stuff during the season. We saw that from the in-season hard knocks. But I don't think that this is a direct shot at saying – hey, this guy was awful, let me go ahead and, and find the oasis because I've been hanging out in the desert here for the last three years. Uh, I, I mean, I, don't, I think it is. And I think, let me go one step further. I think the Cardinals and Gannon and Monty Ossendorf are in the same position I'm in. I think they're in the same spot. I, I think they could talk all the love they want for Murray publicly, mm-hmm. but I think they're in the same spot. Because they're getting rid of all the guys. They're trying to clear the deck. They're trying to rebuild the culture. They're trying to rebuild the culture. And it's hard when you got the guy who's the anti-culture player. I mean, let's face it. You know, like they're not getting rid of Buda Baker. They want to keep, they want to make Buda Baker. You think Buda Baker wants to leave? He wants to leave because he's not getting paid. He don't like the situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hopkins is I mean, I, the same I'm boat. not the only one who sees that. Murray doesn't have any leadership skills for the position. It requires that. That's part of why you make all that money is because you're the guy who leads the team. And this guy's walking out the building, and now he's telling everybody what he wants. 
I, I do agree with that. Like Kyler's leadership skills, that's not line one when you talk about Kyler Murray. So I, I agree with that right there. It has to be that's line a, one when you talk about yeah. a quarterback you're paying for over $45 million a year. No, that's that's definitely a like fair what team? What team has a great quarterback that's not a great leader? I mean, you know, we, Jeff George, as talented as Jeff George was, he had no leadership skills. You couldn't win anything with him. He'd make a great highlight tape. The mayor, the mayor has a pretty good highlight tape out there when he's when he's healthy and on the field, <laughs> running around, <laughs> running, running around. around, running around. I mean, we, there's that game in 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 Las Vegas week two. He was running around, made that comeback. Go ahead and uh, lead them to victory in that one. But Hopkins, he put out what he wants from a next quarterback, a next organization, and he wants to play on a team that has a really good defense. We'll find out if he signs and this a quarterback week, week. and a quarter. You left that out. See, see, this is how we I, do I, it. We I, just leave I, out I the most important that. part. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's what it's we're only going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you have to hear. Let's talk Survivor to wrap the show next. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameCentral remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi here on the Friday heading into the Memorial Day weekend. We hope everybody has a happy and healthy Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe out there. I know a lot of folks are traveling, so make sure you stay safe and uh, just have a good time. Relax. Listen to us or, you know, hang out with your family. Do whatever makes you feel good. But uh, make sure to keep it safe. Be happy. Be healthy. We want everybody to uh, come out of this doing all right. So, Michael, before we wrap up the show here, we were talking about it to start hour number one, but we got interrupted with the breaking news uh, from the Arizona Cardinals releasing DeAndre Hopkins. But I wanted to double back to it because we do have the Circa contests underway. You can sign up for those contests for this upcoming football season, the 2023 campaign. Survivor, $8 million guaranteed. Millions, $6 million guaranteed. A total of $14 million combined in the Circa football contest. And when you look at the week one slate, let's start Survivor first before we get into the millions. Which game jumps out to you as the one that you'd want to identify for Circa Survivor where you can only pick one team to win just straight up through that week, but you can't use them later on this season? What kind of jumps out to you looking at the week one slate? I think there's two games that jump right out to me immediately. It's Minnesota against Tampa, which I don't think Tampa will be very good with their quarterback situation. Tampa on the road, Baker Mayfield in Minnesota. Not that I love Minnesota uh, defensively. New defensive coordinator, but that one. And I think what Vinny said to me, which is the most fascinating one, which I think will get a lot of cards Mm -hmm. in their favor, Baltimore against Houston, Baltimore playing home. I think you want to try to take a home team. I think last year, San Francisco on the road in Chicago busted a lot of tickets. I think you have to be very careful about taking the road team in some of these situations. I think the other thing you have to do on Survivor is go with coaches that are really good preparing their team for opening day. Andy Reid, for example, really a good coach opening day. Right, He has his team ready to play. Mike Vrabel, not such a good coach opening day. Loses to the Giants and Arizona, two to, both at home. Both at home. So I think you got to be really careful about, you know, how this works. I think the Rams, you know, when you look at them, I think the Seattle will be a play on Survivor because the Rams are traditionally not a fast starting team because they don't practice a lot, right? Yep. Same thing with Cincinnati. If you want to go on a limb and take a chance on something, take Cleveland against Cincinnati. Ooh. You know, because Cincinnati, not because you think Cleveland's going to be great, but because you think since he's going to start slow, they went overtime two years ago to beat Minnesota, got fortunate in that game, and last year got the doors blown off of them. So, you know, I think you got to be really careful. It's interesting that you talk about these teams that are really good to start because Baltimore always jumps to mind for me as like a team that starts really fast. Wait. John Harbaugh gets his guys prepared. I mean, the game that always stands out to me is the year that Lamar Jackson ended up winning MVP 2019. They go down to Miami and they beat the Dolphins 59-10 to 10 week one. Right. And that was when everyone's like, holy crap, Lamar got even better from his rookie season. And then they were kind of off and running going 14-2 and two that year. And then last year, they were a pretty popular pick in Survivor as well. And they beat the Jets 24-9. to nine. So, like, the Ravens tend to always be ready to start the season. Pete Carroll is two for two. He's won two opening. He's won two games. Todd Bowles, which would worry me about taking Minnesota against Tampa. Todd Bowles has won two openers in a row, you know. Matt LaFleur, not a very good opening day coach. I mean, really not. I mean, when you go back and look at it, it it has struggled, you know, and they're going into Chicago, your team, your MVP. (laughs) So, you know, I I think you got to really play that. San Francisco into Pittsburgh, you know, I'd stay away Mm -hmm. because of that. You know, Tennessee goes to New Orleans. 
Now, we just saw, I just read online during the break, John Gruden's down there in New Orleans helping them get acquainted with Derek Carr. Interesting, right? Yeah. You know, especially considering, you know, you know, all the things that have gone on. So they're trying to speed up the process with what they do. So I, I think it's I think it's really kind of you have to look at preparation of the team in terms of training camp. How much are they willing to work at it? Like, for example, Philly. Philly has been fortunate the last two years opening day, you know, uh, of – of being with, I mean, last year they Detroit was a back and forth game. Remember that one? Yep. And so I think you got to be really careful about. Okay, there are good teams, so they're going to play good. No, sometimes good teams play better in the second half of the season. Remember the last two years in a row, Cincinnati's five and four on their to their bye week, and then they never lose another game. Yeah, it feels like the Bengals kind of take a little bit of time to get going, but then once they get going. They look like a really damn good team. Uh, an interesting note, though, because last year's Survivor, and one of the reasons why we had that carnage in week number one is I believe there was 10 home underdogs. Like, there's just a lot of road favorites, and a lot of people don't like to pick road teams in Survivor because you never know. Like, it's an interesting dynamic of going on the road. This year, it's a little bit more palatable. We have 10 teams who are favored at home. But last year, I mean, 10 road favorites. You just knew going in that, wow, this is going to be a bloodbath. I went with Philly last year, which through the first half, I was cruising. I was like, hey, man, this is kicking my feet up. This Survivor thing is easy. And then all of a sudden, Detroit started to make that rally, and it got a little sweaty. But luckily, the Eagles were able to hang on. But uh, I know a lot, a lot of people last year got eliminated because of the Colts tying the Texans, the Bears beating the 49ers a year ago. There was a, And then obviously the Seahawks beating the Broncos Monday Night Football. A lot of carnage last season at Survivor. What do you make of the Commanders? They're six-point favorites hosting the Cardinals, who we talked about. The rebuild is on in the desert. Would you roll the dice with Sam Howell, even though we've only seen him play one time? Well, we'll see him in the we'll see him a little bit a little bit in the preseason. I, I mm-hmm. think it's a play against Arizona, not a play for Washington. Yep. And it's a play for the way Washington played defense last year. Who's gonna you know, Colt McCoy, is he gonna stay healthy? This offensive line for Arizona isn't any good. I think Arizona's gonna take a lot of teams survivor pick when they play against them. Because mm-hmm. I can't see Arizona covering their overtotal. I think, you know, that's the thing. Now, you know, Washington, surprisingly, and I've written about this, is their overtotal is low. I think, what, seven and a half? Like six and you a know? half in some places. Six and a half. That's right. So, you know, I mean, you're taking a six and a half book for a four and a half team, right? There's not a lot of margin there. Yeah. But I agree with you. I would play that. I think, to me, the Cardinals are just not a good enough team in any area. And even though you may make the case that Jonathan Gannon understands how to play Washington because he was in Philly, but this is Washington with the enemy. So a lot of this has got to come from your scouting in the preseason, what you see of this offense. And typically we don't see a lot. I mean, we don't get a lot of looks. And this is also Jonathan Gannon without Hassan Reddick and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and all those guys that they oh, have yeah. on the defensive line. You know, it's like those guys will I make will you look this, good. I will say this, though. If he plays like he did in Philly without those guys you just mentioned, Sam Howe will have a hell of an opening day. Sam Howe will have a hell of an opening day. He will there because in Jonathan Gannon's scheme, there's a lot of throws you can make, mm-hmm. and they're not hard throws. They're not. Oh my God, he's playing two trap on this side. He's playing something else over here. Oh no, he's got no, no, no. It's fair. It's really kind of simple. I don't want to discredit high school, but it's very high schoolish. So I would lean. I would say that I would not count Sam Howell not playing well. So you're saying that you're going to get your Sam Howell MVP ticket? You know, early momentum in the season. No, I don't go that way. I I I like to have proof 
before making a play. But I will say this, you know, if, if he doesn't turn it over, he gets a chance. But remember last year, how bad everybody thought Pittsburgh was going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Go back and watch the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game. Since he turns it over five times in the game opening day and Pittsburgh hangs on for the win, that got people out in Survivor too. Yep, that was and that was one of the ones that people thought was conventional. It's like, oh, a home team that's laying a touchdown, but it's that division game. We always say like those division games are tricky, man. Like I, that's my only rule in Survivor. I have one rule, and it just pertains to Week One. No division games, no circumstance would I ever take one of those because they, they're just too close. They're too much of toss ups. Um, any lines that jump out to you for the millions? It's which is five picks against the spread each week. There. Uh, the one I know that jumps out to me is I think I might take the points with, with L.A., the Rams are at five and a half. That would be an unpopular play, I think, a lot of pools. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to watch it. I, my, the one that jumps out to me is, again, I would take Cleveland and the points as a mm. dog, home dog because it's not about Cleveland. I think it's really about Zach Taylor getting his team ready. I would take New Orleans against Vrabel because I'm not sure Vrabel's team will be ready opening day. You know, to me, it's always that. Now, Vrabel's lost two home games. You know, an opening day. So I would pl- I'm I'm leaning towards what the past indicated, not necessarily who this team is currently. All right. Well, that does it for us here on this Friday edition of the Lombardi Line. We'll check with you guys tomorrow morning as we have kicked off Memorial Day weekend. Michael, I will talk to you then, man. Be well. All right, Femi. Thank you. All right. Visa and Best Bets is coming up next here on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.